Welcome to the Inspired Action Podcast. This is where we have motivational, inspiring conversations and interviews that we hope you'll enjoy listening to. If you're interested in creating more balance in your life, understanding your five-element energetic nature, finding the path of greatest ease, or releasing the baggage of this lifetime and discovering ancient alchemy that can help you fly in your life, join us and other inspired actioneers on this alchemical transformational journey. Welcome to the Inspired Action Podcast. My name is Jay. This is Pod 69, and we're here with my co-host, Lita Herman. As always, welcome back, Inspired Actioneers. Today, we're recording this podcast on a special day, Groundhog Day, February 2nd, 2020. Which happens to be a palindrome, 02-02-2020. You get it? It's a palindrome. Ah. Oh, geez, I didn't even notice. And this. this is all about the year 2020. Yes, this is all about the year 2020. And who doesn't love a good palindrome? Yeah, well, <laughs> I guess it's better than going to the, the, the Thunderdome instead of the palindrome, right? <laughs> uh, okay, so I don't even know where the Thunderdome is. <laughs> oh, my God. Welcome to the Thunderdome. Beep. There's a swear there that goes after that. Okay. Mad Max. They go uh, fighting that big thing. Right, right, right. Okay. I'm not... I'm a big Mad Max fan. But. No, that was way back in a million years ago. They have okay, a new one. let's yeah. just get out of the Thunderdome, back to the Paladrome. <laughs> okay. And let's just go. It just happened to be a funny date, and I thought it'd be cool to talk about. But, but I really caught my attention because I want to talk about 2020, but not just 2020, 2021. So here's the question for this podcast. If you're not happy about certain things in your life right now in 2020 on the February 2nd, 2020 or whenever you listen to this podcast in real time as Alita likes to say whatever (laughs) dimension you're on okay what are you going to do about it where do you want to be this time next year and we even get a leap year this year so you get extra days you get an extra day (laughs) so but next year it'll be 2021 no leap year but you'll be the will you be the same person will you be living the exactly the same way will you be working at the same job will you be living in the same house will you be even living in the same climate if the climate if those are the things that are making you unhappy happy and you don't look inside and work on the heart pains as Lita's going to talk about here then what's going to change what are you waiting for if you want to be happy or happier this is the year this is the time this is the place right now yes will 2020 be your year to grow so you can be happier you know are you looking for growth and change and personal evolution so this is you're in the right we, place. Yeah, you're in the right place. We and, will try to inspire you today. And you're wood, Jay. So this is what it's all about for the wood element. Yeah, it does feel really natural to me. Like, let's yeah. go. Let's do this. Yeah. So wood, so Jay's like rallying us. The wood element is all about growth and change. And we all need a little growth and change, especially because we're starting a new decade. Can you 20, believe it? Like, I know. Insane, right? 2020. It's a new decade. And so much in the world is changing so fast. Plus, for those of you interested in astrology, this year happens to be a year for growth and change in general. Yeah, and it's the year of the rat, right? Yes, so the rat, a lot of people don't know this, the rat in the 12 zodiac animals in Chinese astrology is a wood animal because it's the first of all the 12 animals. I did not know that. Yeah, and so because wood is always first, because, well, wood people like to say they're the best. Of course, right? (laughs) But it is the first of these zodiac animals, and therefore the year itself represents wood, birth and growth. The funny thing about this year, which makes it unusual for wood, it's also a metal year. Yes. So now you have wood 
rat yes. in the metal year. So every year has an animal, a zodiac animal, and every year has an element. And it just so happens this year, 2020, is a metal year with a rat wood animal. And so metal controls wood. And this means in Chinese astrology that there's some inherent conflict this year because those two elements don't get along so great. We're going to talk about conflict, inner conflict yes. a little bit later on. And wood always starts with planning, 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 something new, new projects. That's so exciting. It means change is going to come if you make plans to do for action. Yes. But remember, metal is the opposite. So metal means that that all this growth needs to be done with reason and care. You can't be too carefree in a metal year. Metal oversees the wood and controls it. So it's not moving too fast or too out of control. So instead of jumping into things like wood is often want to do, this year requires careful planning to make sure you do it right. So wood is really ambitious and metal is very conscious or conscientious is really the word. And this ensures you won't evoke change in a way that's out of control and hurts people. Yeah, metal would not like that. Yes. You know, I think the metal years are also good years to clean up your act, so to speak, meaning refinement. It's a good year to do some self-improvement, self-cultivation. Again, you're at the right podcast here because that's what we're going to talk about all year long. (laughs) Metal gives you the right kind of energy to be particular about your life, even precise. I like that word precise as well. And it'll help you get to that point of what do you want to be? Yeah. And this podcast is about alchemy and alchemy is that transformation that we're talking about. So both the wood and the metal this year are excellent for anyone embarking on an alchemical path, which is what this podcast has been about. So it's perfect timing. And so we're calling this podcast This time next year. Where do you want to be this time next year? Okay, but before we proceed... I was just about to answer that. (laughs) I knew you were. Let's update everyone on some new happenings in the inspired actioneer world. You're right, you're right. We announced in our last podcast that we're intensively working on a five-element class, which will be a video online class. It's super, super cool. We can't wait to get it out to the world. It's really um, like a forever class, and it's going to be a great tool for all the five-element enthusiasts out there it's moving along it's almost done dare i say five more days five yeah. more days get yeah it. it's five coming. element five yeah. more days. it's soon it's coming soon we will keep you updated on the podcast how long is forever in the internet world i don't know <laughs> i don't even think that it exists <laughs> but anyway it's it's it there as long forever as forever the lasts yeah <laughs> Okay, and we're also launching a new alchemy class for Chinese medicine practitioners and other alternative healers. So if you're in the healing profession and have been wondering about things like the ghost points and all the other cool things we've talked about on the podcast, stay tuned. We're hoping that even by the time we air this podcast this week, we might be live with our online class, which as many... Which is our first one of that. Yes. Yeah. So which with many... Which is of, the intro to alchemy. Yes. Just since you're talking about it. Yes. Well, we do have a couple other classes that we don't talk about a lot on the podcast, which have to do more with Chinese medicine. And so, you know, I'll put a, I'll put a link in the show notes for all of our classes. So whoever your forever classes, yes, I don't know what that means forever now. Forever classes, but Whatever yes. dimension, whatever time frame you're in, they will be there as long as the internet 
is around, yes. I guess. I don't know. We've been doing these types of classes now for a long time, and our students are from all over the world, and they just love them and because they can access them anytime, anywhere. And we have done them for you know things like cupping and gua sha, which are very popular these days. So we'll put those links in the show notes. Maybe we'll do a little video of you showing it what it is in case someone really has no idea what it is. Cool. So this is just another one of our many big projects, and we wanted to let you all know what's coming coming along. Also, I have my note here that the meditation app, which is called the Inspired Action app, which you can find on Apple Store or Google Play for Androids, there's some free meditations on it. We're also working on a new version of this. We're always working on bigger, better, yes, more, easier. Yes, always improving. It's, it's really about easier, I think, <laughs> for people to use, user-friendly. Our app right now um, could could use some improvements, so we're working on it. We love it. So we've also mentioned last time, if you're having trouble subscribing to the app, you're not alone. We see it. We know it. We're on it. Drop us an email at questions at inspiredactionpodcast.com or DM us on Facebook or Instagram and let us know if you're uh, struggling to get into the app and we will tell you the quick fix that we have around it. And again, we're working on an easier, easier, easier way to get these meditations. So many people want them all over the world and we're just trying to make it easy for people to get. Yes, and there are a lot of ways to join in in our conversations in general. We would love to to know more about you and what you're interested in. So what's inspiring you? What's happening in your lives? Come join us on the Facebook group and or Instagram and let's discuss some topics of interest. Yeah, and I'll try to do some Instagram photos of things that are going on. I, you know, when I get busy, unfortunately, that's the first thing that goes is this is the Instagram, but that means I'm having a great time and I'm living life and I'm doing my thing. So yes. just be patient with me on the Instagram. If I'm not posting, I'm out having fun. All right. So let's get back to where we all want to be this time next year when we don't have distractions like social media all the time. That's right. I'm trying. Or like the Super Bowl. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so no matter where you are, when you find this podcast, whether it's right now or sometime in the future, you can always ask yourself this question. It doesn't have to be exactly today, Groundhog Day 2020. Yes, Boom. the, the groundhog told us spring is coming early. Yes, woohoo. <laughs> woo okay, so think about it. Okay, the groundhog came up. Next year when that groundhog pops its little head out of the hole, where do you want to be in your life? Are you going to be the groundhog movie and it's the same day over one year later and over <laughs> and over it's like that movie same bleep different day over and over and over is that what you really want no <laughs> do you want change do you want to see some change you want to move forward yes and that's the wood way it's the wood planning it's isn't it really jay about setting priorities or prioritizing your priorities with a little bit of wood planning maybe we all have wood in us somewhere yes so here's a thought how much wood would wood would a ground chuck chuck if a groundhog was a woodchuck <laughs> okay I just thought of that on the fly all right okay but really think about it let's channel our inner woodchucks <laughs> even if you're a groundhog Okay, you need to chuck some wood. It's time to work on your own wood pile and start chucking out the bad things. Yes. Right? How about that? I love it. Day? I love it. I don't know. Is there a woodhog day? A wood <laughs> No. Is there a woodchuck day? A wood. It's got to be a woodhog or a woodchuck or a chuck wood or a, I don't know, a chuck hog. We need, to set, we need to do some. Who's on the show notes here? Is there a woodchuck day? When is it? And when do we chuck some wood? Okay. 
Right. But for us to speak as humans, we call them priorities. Yes. Let's talk about how to set your list of priorities. That's the first thing I think we should talk about. Jay, you know, what's funny is if we ask the listeners how many priorities they have, I'll bet most of them would come up with a very long list. Yes. But it's how do they prioritize their priorities? Yes. Okay. That's where we have to dig a little deeper. Well, I mean, if you just talk about my list of priorities, it is so long. I mean, I'm like way into my self-cultivation, which includes meditation, Tai Chi, journaling. I get up early. I go to bed early. I'm, I like to be the best partner I can be. I like doing my best work at work. I'm making sure my employees are happy. I'm eating well. I'm sleeping well. I'm traveling. I'm being creative. I'm exercising. <laughs> That's a lot. <laughs> well, you do a podcast. <laughs> yes, and I do a podcast. So the list just goes on yeah. and on. It's, you know, I think that if you just listed that off and you know you are rocking it so that it's easy for you because you have your priorities you're happy in your life you're doing your thing but how did you prioritize those things we can talk about that if you have so many things and only 24 hours in a day we've done the time podcast i think it was number two perhaps number two or, or, way in the beginning way in the beginning maybe number okay. four <laughs> time travel back and listen to the time one we might do another time one. it's coming up i can feel it yes so so how do you get all the things done that you want to do in 24 hours a day that list that you just gave i know that you do it all the time Yes. And it's the nine palaces. That's how I figure it out. You know, I can call it the nine palaces conundrum for most people. I mean, what's what usually gives us the most satisfaction in life is the feeling that all our nine palaces are in balance. We actually did a survey a number of years ago of, of you know, hundreds of people from our clinic and just our, our mailing lists. And we got those replies. I mean, we got a really large segment of people who replied and, and the number one thing every person wanted balance in their life balance and they couldn't they, figure out how to balance everything in their life they didn't life. even know about the nine palaces but yeah. that's what they were talking yeah. about so, so they what, had that big long list something yeah. like, different than yours but you know this list their of all list. the things that are important right important but they couldn't find the balance to do the things they want to do so guess what got shelved the things that they really wanted to do right so it's about our health our wealth our relationship our children our creativity travel home, you know, our prosperity, how are we going to give back to the world, you know, our wisdom and our career. Career. Yeah. Yeah. So those are the nine palaces. These are all the things that really can't be compromised. Actually, it's a little bit more serious than that. We call, I like to call it the nine palace domino effect. It's exactly what I was just saying. If you ignore one of your nine palaces for too long, it'll begin to take you down one at a time. Think of it. Click, 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 click. The dominoes start to fall, especially the big palaces, health, wealth, relationship, career, the first four. And of course, the home palace, which is the center. Yes. This will also start to suffer. These are the palaces that just cannot be ignored. Oh, you can't keep putting them down on the list. Yes. So we think about priorities. We really can't ignore the big ones as much as most people do. Yeah. I mean, even if you think you're rocking it and you're traveling all over the world and you're just all about travel, well... I'm All guessing the are some of those other palaces begin to fall. So, Jay, so, you know, as a nine palaces coach, you know, how do you help people figure this out? I mean, there are nine things. That's a lot. And they all seem to require all of our attention. And if we give a little attention to one, you know, another might suffer. For example, if you want to prioritize your health and you're spending all this time cooking good food and exercising and getting good sleep, maybe your career is going 
starting to suffer or even your relationship or you don't spend as much time with the kids. So that's a lot to balance. You can see why people said balance was a big challenge for them. So remember, we need to work the ninth house is based on your five elements. What is your stack up? This is really important when I work with someone. You know, we ask them, when I say to them, what does your heart really want? You know, that helps them prioritize their, their focus points, their priorities I can say it again, prioritize their priorities. Okay, I love that. It's where does their focus go? So how do they decide what is where, you know, without feeling guilty or blaming or feeling like they're just not a good person? It goes on and on and on. But in your case, Lita, let's just go back to you. If you're fire, which you are. Yes, happily. Thank you very much. Yes, so you're happily fire. You're rocking your world. Everything's great. You may want to prioritize your health or your wealth because you think it's a good idea, but really your heart heart is always going to be more interested in your relationship and your love priorities. Plus you desire your true desire to help others, which is that feeling that you have more than enough to give to others. That's the prosperity palace. So when you prioritize your life, you can even think that that's really what you're living for. That's really what your life is about. And, you know, we, we're going to talk about this vetting system that I kind of love to do with people. It's a system which you make all your decisions based on. Now, that doesn't mean you should ignore your health and wealth palaces for you. They're very important for everyone. But perhaps you're not completely focused on those. You're under the fire element, which would be... Yeah, the the relationship, the, the relationship and prosperity, and the prosperity, which goes natural for you. But the other ones you do have to look at as well. And we're going to talk about that in a minute. This makes so much sense. What if there was an easy way to prioritize all these things that are pulling on us every day? Well, that's that vetting system. Funny you mentioned it, Lita. This is it. We have a little system that we created. Uh, you know, vetting is just the word that I use to kind of people seem to understand when I say that. It's extremely helpful in terms of winding your way through the maze of priorities, commitments, and values, and different things that you have in your lifetime. It's a process of feeling into your own heart and coming up with something really important. And you can put words to that, and that becomes a value system. So really, this is the homework for today, Jay, isn't it? But it may take us a little bit to explain this. So we're going to spend the rest of the podcast on this, I guess, this vetting system that you're talking about. You know, it We've been doing this for a while, and you know, this Ferne Brown, she's a wonderful person, and she's a big proponent of using lists and values as well. And she had this idea that you can create a long list of words that really encapsulate the meaning of what's most important to you. I thought this was a great way, so so many people who listen to us all into her. It could be an easy way for us to explain this cultivation work, this self-cultivation. It could be different words that you have. You can actually go to her site, and she has a lot. Yeah, it's we'll a dairy We'll put a link in. Yeah, because it really can help you. Words can lead to actions. What if we share our value list? Sure, you go first. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. big on sharing. So for me, my list is one of the things that we can do to help prioritize. And it's it's my list of personal values. And again, Brene Brown has a great list, so we're going to share that. So it's a bunch of words that you can use to vet all your decisions. So she recommends you just first make a big pass of these words and decide which ones truly matter to you. And you know, I used to do this with people and I've done it with myself and with you. It it took a much, much longer time to pull out these. When you make a list like that, it just just accelerates it so much faster yeah so we'll like i said we'll put a link in the show notes take a look at the list and here are my words that i got out of that list and maybe a couple of my own authenticity 
beauty, compassion, connection, joy, knowledge, learning, love, openness, self-expression, spirituality, trust, vulnerability, wholeheartedness, and finally wisdom. Thank you for putting those in alphabetical order. <laughs> so that's a very fine fire list. I mean, that's beautiful. You know, and I think your second element is water. And that's also showing up in this list. It's a perfect example of how a person's list of value words often has two themes. We're going to talk about this as well. Yeah. So what Brene Brown suggests First of all, your first homework is to go read the book, Dare to Lead, yes. then go and get the list there. Yes. So what Brene Brown suggests is you start to group the words into two major themes. In the book, Dare to Lead, which is asterisk homework, read the book first, <laughs> she essentially dares you to narrow it down to two main values in each of your other words in a subgroup under those two major themes. So I know that sounds a little complicated, just listen to it on a podcast, but Lita, let's talk how that worked out for you. Yes, okay, this is great, because if you see how I did it, I think it'll make a lot more sense for you. So I had that list of words that I just read, and I realized that I could group all those words into two groups, and the top level of those two groups is the words love and wisdom. And those and that's the start of the vetting system. Yes. So my love words are the, the ones that have to do with love, authenticity, beauty, compassion, connection, joy, openness, self-expression, vulnerability, and wholeheartedness. And my wisdom words are knowledge, learning, spirituality, and trust. Notice I have fewer of those words because water is my second element. And so in other words, all the love words define what do I really mean by that word love? You might have love in your list, but love for you means something different. So all those words under the category of love help me define what I mean by the word love. Now, the word wisdom helps me define, you know, what wisdom means to me. So again, it's about knowledge and learning and trust. So that's sort of how I group them into two groups. And I think that's perfect for this podcast today. Lita's elements are fire and water, and her value words are love, which is related to the fire palace of relationship, and wisdom, which is related to the water palace. I mean, so they're right in alignment with where Lita is. So it might take you a while to tweak that and think about it. I mean, we worked on this for months. Yes. So, and we worked on it with a big group of people, and we also did our own work. So, it's not something that you're going to come to by the end of this podcast. You have to, this is just a starting for you to think about this stuff. And actually, I just thought of this. My uh, other fire palace is prosperity, and some of those words like compassion, you know, they really do relate to prosperity Absolutely. as well. Absolutely. And it's probably. I'm not a typical healer because a lot of healers would put health and some other words in their top, you know, list. And not that I'm not interested in health, I am, but I'm more interested in that compassion and that desire to open my heart with people. And that wholeheartedness is also my prosperity. So yeah. just just as an example of how these palaces fit in to these values that you can select. Yeah, and that, that was a well-curated list that, again, took a lot of time, a lot of self-thought, a lot of, um, you know, just introspection of your life. Yeah, so let's compare my list with Jay's list. Okay. Jay? So that's a great idea. <laughs> First word is private. No, I'm just joking. Yes. <laughs> Skip. No. 
<laughs> Wood okay. people do not like to share. Have no. you noticed? But I will do this for the sake of the podcast. You'll take it for the team. I'll take it for the other wood people out there. Okay, so my list is confidence, compassion, courage, creativity, curiosity, fairness, freedom, fun, generosity, giving back, gratitude, growth, health, honesty, hope, humor, initiative, integrity, kindness, leadership, making a difference, optimism, peace, risk-taking, simplicity, sportsmanship, stewardship, and teamwork. Wow. That's even longer than my list. Yeah. Well, and I could have gone on and on. That's just my short list there. You know, it's hard to narrow that down. But what I did was begin to group these. And I found that all the words fit under courage and inspiration. To me, these two words really cover everything else. So courage encapsulates so much of this list from compassion to risk-taking to fairness to teamwork. And inspiration really covers just about everything else from curiosity to generosity to gratitude to optimism to hope. These two words really cover everything for me. So that's my vetting system. We're talking about this vetting system. So when we have to make big decisions, these are the words that you really need to like illuminate. Focus on, yeah, yeah illuminate. Illuminate I and focus and then, you know, like think about, you start with small things and then go to the big things. But if you want to make changes and you're having a huff, tough time making decisions, these are the things you need to look at. All right, but wait, let's just think a little bit more about your words because I'm fascinated about the elements. So both of your words, I'm really fascinated with how this works elementally because I noticed that both of your words have a lot to do with the wood element as opposed to mine, which have sort of my first and second element. And so courage is really that wood word to stand up tall and fight the good fight. And so that really has to do with, you know, this idea of being healthy and wealthy in the world, of being strong for everyone. And then there's the... Um, inspiration. And I, I think that is such a wood word. And that also has to do with sort of inspiring people to do their best and to live abundantly and live healthy. So I think that both of those really hit home for a wood person. Yeah, I had a long list. I also had fire words, but those are the two, like I said, it took a time to really go through it. Those are the two words for me that was the the most uh, appropriate. And you know, you could if you listen to this podcast, you could do this at home. It's very easy. You can make your own list of the things that really matter to you, not your partner, not your kids, not your boss, not your neighbors, but you personally. Then narrow it down to just two words. Which it takes is a while. Hard. It takes that a while. That's really but hard. But it really kind of for me it was a lot of fun. Yeah. And if other people that were in our group that was really working on this, we had a lot of fun. So And it, a lot of people um really like don't want they resist narrowing it down yes. to two words but once you do it's magical yeah, it's like about getting the most important aspects of your being who you really are into focus you actually put words to it yeah and it's really helped a lot of people like jay said um doing what we what they do better so the dallas would say you know this is about what are you really here for why are you alive what is your reason for being? And we've talked about this before on the podcast. You know, we say the Taoists say we have a curriculum that we're trying to fulfill as we're alive in this lifetime. And the idea is when we die, whatever unfinished business we have from this lifetime sets up what curriculum we pick for our next lifetime. You know, this is definitely a reincarnation idea. And so, you know, if you as you go through lifetime after lifetime, you continue the story. So 
based on this, you came into this life wanting to solve something, wanting to embrace a challenge that you couldn't figure out in the previous lifetime. And you came into this lifetime with this unique elemental stack up. Yes. These are the elemental energies that you're supposed to move the through through the world with. Yes. So, I mean, if that was, was that also decided by last time's challenges? Yeah. Yeah. Evidently. So there you go. So that's a little heady, but <laughs> it's great because it really helps us sort of put this all in perspective. Yeah. And these values are really your most important things to consider right now. So let's go over some examples of how to apply this prioritization skill, this this vetting system, Jay. Sure. It's really, it just simplifies things. I'm all for making things easy for people to understand and practice and put into their lives. I mean, it's a great tool. I use it in strategy sessions all the time. Once you pick your two words, then you can apply it to your life. Again, start little and then move up the ladder. Okay. As far as big challenges go, you know, let's just for a quick example, Let's say you're working on your wealth palace, which I also call the abundance palace. Well, not me, but other people who are way smarter than me came up with that word. But I love it because people just think it's about money, money, money. It's not. It's about abundance. So you decide you need to make more money. Okay. So then you're like, oh, that means I really need to work hard, really hard. But you know what? Guess what? You kind of overdo it. The domino effect kicks in. Your health begins to suffer and you don't know why. You're like, oh, I'm trying to get ahead and now I don't feel good because you're really exhausted from overworking and you see the signs that other things are starting to deteriorate in your life, such as relationships, such as your job, career, everything's starting to go down. So if you would take those two words that you have in your situation, for me was courage. So if I'd have the courage to put my health and myself first, because I know I'm not going to be a good leader if my health goes down, but that requires me to make tough choices. And that means I'll have to change and I'll have to do things that make it so I can use the courage that I have to make choices. Yeah. I get it. You know, I also need to have inspiration because anytime, you know, one of the palaces suffer, you need to stay in that hopeful, inspirational place and maintain your optimism because negativity just brings you down as well. It just just totally tanks everything. So you have to stay positive. And that is, for me, inspiring others or inspiration, finding the inspiration in life. So that's how it works for me. You know, it's not about if you're looking for to increase the wealth palace. Again, let's look at it from the abundance. It's not just money. It's time, energy, desire. It could be food. It could be fuel. It's more than just financial, which trips up a lot of people. You have to think of the wealth palace as the abundance palace if you're really struggling with that palace. Whereas for me in that same exact situation, I'd probably need to look at how much time I'm spending with my loved ones. If I'm working too hard, I'm not really expressing my love for my loved ones. And that's going to eventually impact my health. And also my wisdom is about trust and spirituality. So I'd have to return to those values in my decisions and choose to find new ways to be abundant that doesn't involve overwork. Yeah, you could still work and work on your wealth palace and still be working a lot. Mm-hmm. It's whether or not that working a lot is draining other palaces. Right. If and you're, you're ignoring losing. the other abundant part yeah. of that. And then you're not living by that value system. Yeah, so it's not that your other palaces aren't 
just as important and you really can't ignore any of the nine palaces later for too long yes but you'll have to take these two themes in your life these two words and let's say you're thinking about going on a trip let's do another example well does that trip satisfy one of those words both those words neither of those words why would you go why would you give up sacrificing your time and your energy and your resources if they're not in alignment with those two words for you that's a great example. I was thinking about going on this trip last year, and it was a really big trip, and it was exciting. I would have loved to have gone, but my travel palace isn't really my part of my that value vetting system right now, and I usually travel because of wisdom, because that is one of my words. And so I often go for a learning opportunity. So I travel to study something. So this particular trip wasn't so much a learning experience. It sounded really fun, but it wasn't as interesting to me as some of the other trips. And it just so happened to conflict with my career in this really big way. The timing was off. And so I had a workshop I had to do, so I really couldn't go. And knowing I wasn't you know, going to satisfy one of my main words, my vetting system of love and wisdom, there was no like particular love, it wasn't planning to go, you know, meet somebody there that, you know, was really important to me. And it wasn't also going to satisfy that wisdom word. So then it became a really easy decision. Yes, I would have liked to have gone. But I realized that some of these other things were more important to me. That's really, I know how much you love to travel too when you're learning. Yes. So how did that decision make you feel like then and now? Well, oddly, this is a good way to know your vetting system works is I felt relief. I was like, oh, you know, I would have probably tortured myself if I didn't have those two words because... I want all my nine, nine palaces to, to be fulfilled. And yeah. travel is one of my nine palaces. So, of course, I want to go to this place, this wonderful place in the far, far away. And I will someday when it's right for me and when it does satisfy those words, love and wisdom. And I can sort of work on all my palaces at the same time. Yeah. But I need to constantly. It's almost like, Jay, I think that the what you're talking about that's so interesting is we can solve our problems of the imbalance of the nine palaces from this system. Well, it, of course, you know, I'm not going to say problems. I'm going to say challenges. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay, so that, yes, from it, this system. Yeah. So like, Jay, you always say, you know, go back to your main element to solve your challenges like go back and if you're really off you're trying to solve a challenge from another part of you from an element that's not the best part of you right so for you always back to fire always back to your list always back to your two words you know it's just another way to make this easy and not so you know daunting and like i could never do that or i could never i have tough time i hear all the time people say i have tough time making decisions yes so i'm like channel you're in a wood yeah work on your wood strengthen your wood keep up the the good habits of the wood the wood element that's your decision maker yep Um, and then go with what element you are make your list Uh, i mean i think that let's do a little recap on some of the the groundhog woodchuck words (laughs) questions that we had there where do you want to be this time next year so when that groundhog pops up 2021 you're going to look back and what are you going to say 
Yeah. You know, are you struggling with the same questions? Are you in the same place? And that's okay. <laughs> Make sure it's not Groundhog Day from this year. <laughs> that's right. So uh, that's okay. You are where you are. But if you really want to make a change, if you're unhappy and you think that you want to do some of the self-cultivation work, think about the, what we said in this podcast and your homework. First, I would always suggest checking out Brenny Brown. I love her stuff. We integrated it to a lot of our stuff. I just think it's a really easy way to for people to understand the five elements and nine Alice, the homework that I like to give because yes. she's definitely mainstream. Can I say that now? I yeah, guess she is, right? Yeah, she is. She's with Oprah and whatever. So that she's mainstream. So use those tools. We're going to put some show, li- show links in our show notes. We'll put some links in there. However you say that, I don't know. We're going to put some <laughs> stuff there so you could find other stuff. Um, and that's it. So your homework is do the book. Start on your list. There's, she has a list. That we'll actually, maybe we'll put the list up. I don't know. We'll make yeah. it easy. And then start to zone in, hone in, Work on where you are. What's important to you? Your two words. Your two words. Just, like your two cents. Yeah. <laughs> what's there your you two go. Cents your two cents. Two? <laughs> <laughs> right, that's a great place to... And I'm exhausted. That was a very, very challenging podcast. <laughs> I love a good challenge. And uh, happy Groundhog Day, everyone. Happy Groundhog and happy Leap Year. There you go. And go find another palindrome. <laughs> okay. Email us some palindromes. Email us. <laughs> All okay, right. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to the Inspired Action Podcast, and you've reached the end. Woohoo! Why not celebrate a little bit and click that subscribe button right there? We love having you with us on this journey, and we want it to continue. You can also rate and review this podcast. And if you have already, thank you so much. We read all reviews, and your reviews help other people find this podcast as well. You can also be a part of this podcast yourself by submitting a voice recording message and emailing it to us at Lita at InspiredActionPodcast.com or Jay at InspiredActionPodcast.com. And if you want, you can join our Facebook group or follow us on Instagram. Join us next week for another Inspired Action Conversation. And thank you for listening. Thanks for listening and remember to hug the dog.